0: How about... Oh, Dan. What? Why? Why? It's 2020. The cold open is dead. <laughs>
1: uh. Anyway, I came up with a new theme song, so that's not even. Oh. Here we go. Dan is a butt.
2: Hey.
1: Fucking funky. 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 Oh, Dan is a butt. What? <clears throat> welcome to how bad cast oh. oh was the, was the throat clearing part of the song yes uh, <laughs> that's like the <laughs> that's a little stinger at the end <laughs> I didn't position myself well for doing this uh do you ever uh I mean normally I'm just like sitting somewhere
2: what do you like, doing right now
1: I'm right now I'm kind of between sitting and laying uh it's what? not great yeah. Where are How are you Are you going to speak from your diaphragm? <laughs> I'm upstairs in my bedroom so that the uh, wife can watch television without it showing up on the recorded.
3: Oh. oh yeah. Cause as we've mentioned before, neither of you have doors inside of your homes.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, that's a door that's really, uh, really difficult to keep closed and not just have uh, Edgar barking because he assumes something cool is happening in there.
0: Look, let the record show that I currently have a door closed so that I may trap the two dogs while one of them chews on a bone and the other one is being casually belly rubbed, so they leave me alone.
1: I am upstairs, far away from the dogs, and uh, I, my torso slash head are under a blanket with the laptop. <laughs> For maximum bafflement. Yeah. Plus, it feels like I'm, you know, a kid staying up late. Yeah, you're
3: reading
1: reading comic books. You got Uh you got a Superman in there. (laughs) Yeah, and the cats have no idea. Ah, take that cat. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Out Badcast. I'm your host Mike Linden. With me, as always, your co-host Stephen Montenegro. That's me. And our other co-host, Dan Linden. Hi, that's me. And of course, when I say with, I mean remotely because we still live in uh, the uh, current world. Hey, uh... listen, yes.
0: we're all getting, the army's going to hand out a red, 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 ref, refresh-en-all or whatever it's called to all the <laughs> Is the <that blacks. laughs>
1: Is that a thing yet?
0: And...
3: I mean, isn't that just a saline drip? Yeah, maybe.
0: Ooh, they should rebrand
3: it saline
1: to (laughs) Refreshenol?
3: Yeah, I mean, like, like if you if you did, you could charge more for it. So I'm shocked that a drug company hasn't.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, me too. Oh,
3: Um, great. uh, (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing: like, a drug company could take a normal bag of saline, add like one microgram of potassium to it. Yeah. Call it Refreshinal. And then insist upon exclusivity rights on the patent for like eight years or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then every other drug company would go, oh, there's a new type of saline that people are charging. Like instead of literally $95 a bag, instead of $95, $380 a bag. Well... That means we could probably charge at least $160 a bag for the saline we're selling now. And then the prices go up because that's how drug prices work.
0: Yeah, we're pretty cool. We have a cool yeah. system.
3: Yeah. I wish there was like – like here's here's my issue. For every problem like that, it would be so much easier if there were just like one building somewhere that we could just emblematically burn down to solve the problem. Yeah. Right? Yes.
0: <laughs> Like it's a shame that when people say like big pharma, there isn't literally just a big building that has yeah. a big pharma in front of it.
3: Yeah, and we just like go throw goat's blood on the door or whatever it is that like protest people do. Yeah,
1: don't, don't throw goat's blood on the door. That means that all of our firstborn are killed and theirs are right. scared. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So we should throw goat's blood everywhere else in protest.
1: Yeah, take yeah. that—the first board of pharma people. Take that yeah. big pharma. Everyone else is covered in goat's blood. <laughs> <laughs> That'll <Boom>. show you.
3: <laughs> or like, I don't know, like, like what? What do you throw? Like the peta people just throw red paint, right? I, I'm guessing that the peta people aren't using like the blood of actual animals.
1: Oh, that, that would be, be ironic. That would be very hypocritical. Yeah. Don't wear fur. Get covered in yak blood. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they just use their own blood, I guess. Oh sure, oh, yeah. They can it's have blood. Still not, still not
3: vegan, right?
0: No,
1: I don't know. Is well, it okay if you explicitly have uh, uh, the consent? consent of the animal? Yeah. That is you?
0: We're like getting. We're already on the precipice of is cannibalism considered <laughs> vegan? <laughs>
1: well
3: like here's the deal is like do the pita people like do they chew their nails
1: is chewing your nails vegan mm. yeah see i mean you have to allow for that otherwise like even if i tried really hard i would never become fully vegan yeah, yeah all i'm saying though is there's a
3: non-cannibal scenario here that we can go to
0: <laughs> i don't know i'm just you know i'm i'm spitballing i'm coming at it from all angles
3: yeah, I, I I'm just saying like, you know, we don't need to always jump straight to cannibalism.
0: Fine. What about getting blasted in the mouth? Has any stand-up comedian in the last thirty years
3: talked about that? <laughs> yeah. Did you have did you have enthusiastic consent to use that animal product? <laughs>
1: hey Great. Steven. Uh, do you have like a like a backing off of your microphone or turning it down slightly option to reduce the like yes uh, is that <laughs> better uh yes yes it is what, kind what, of, what was happening you, uh you were kind of like intercommy ah cool
3: well see we're figuring this out as we go and we're letting you see how the sausage is made listeners
0: yeah. you had kind of a uh you had kind of a like they're like a going down a dark hallway and then suddenly screaming we're surrounded and then your feed cutting off <laughs> quality <laughs>
1: Oh, cool. I was a, I was in a Resident Evil game? Yeah, yeah, you were really delivering that lore.
3: Wow. Man, like, just thinking about it, I can think of no other dynamic like this in the world of entertainment. Think of how excited you would be to be in a Resident Evil game, like, you know, to be like a character in a Resident Evil game. Now, think of how pissed off you'd be if your career took you to a place in which you were a character in a Resident Evil movie. Mm. Hmm.
0: Unless but you're married you were... to the director.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's a sweetheart deal. Unless what? You're married to the director. Oh, is that, is a that thing? what's
1: going on in that movie? Or are you
0: thinking of Underworld? No, I'm, I mean, both, I think. Is that true? But like, Mila Javavich is married to the the Paul that makes those movies. <laughs> so like, a lot of their collective career is like, what if we made a video game movie that stars my wife? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I mean, that does seem
3: like a pretty sweet deal. Right? Similar to the thing going on with me. Dan, continue to point your face at your microphone while you talk. Oh,
0: sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to wrangle certain behaviors. I will hold the microphone so that I'm more aware of it.
1: Oh. Maybe you should just duct tape it to your cheek. (laughs) Maybe. Uh...
3: (laughs) Yeah, do you not have bone conduction technology, Dan? I mean, I guess not.
0: Speaking of bones, uh, my. The puppy, Speaking of bones, it's
1: Halloween season. The,
0: the puppy seems to have, like, now that I'm looking at it, carved this bone into, like, pr- pretty legit shiv. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should be concerned <laughs> about my future.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> the dog they've agrees. Been
0: out, they've been found out he's sounding the alarm. <laughs> I mean, I think they're trying to murder me.
1: I mean that would be spooky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. Ooh. Uh for, for the record of spookiness and also since this is now an ongoing theme, uh, uh I am Uncle Fester today, according to the names Mike has bestowed upon us.
1: Oh yeah. Uh Dan and is am, Uncle Faster. And I am Cousin I.T.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cousin IT, the robot, the nerdy robot that helps them with their Wi-Fi. <laughs>
3: but it also Look, turns out it also turns out I was rapper TI all along because if you say
1: IT backwards it's TI. Oh, and you see it in the mirror and then the lightning strikes.
0: <laughs> okay, honestly, if they did a reboot where it, cousin it <laughs> found out <laughs> that he was a rapper TI all along,
1: <laughs> that'd be pretty great. Yeah, that would be the, that'd be a great way to end an Adams family movie. <laughs> like <laughs> You see Cousin It's name in the mirror. Everyone goes what, and then tear off the you know carpet costume or whatever yeah, you right. use to be Cousin It. Right, and uh, I love the then idea. You go of,
3: into a rap video.
0: Right, I love the idea of the movie ending with Ti being like, "What the hell am I wearing?" <laughs> and then it goes into the credits.
3: Oh, I assumed that he was like the villain and he was in disguise. We do what Uh-oh. we want
0: to do. Say
1: what we want to say. Uh-oh.
0: I think what we're saying is like the Adams family reboot really needs more TI.
1: Yeah. That's definitely what we're saying. Assuming that this Adams family reboot itself. Um, I mean, they
3: just made an animated film last year. I think, uh, I tried watching it the other day. I did not get through act one. It is terrible. Is, is that it because, because
1: you missed all of the clues that were laid out? <laughs> T- that Ti was going T- to show up.
3: Um, I, I mean, my more my difficulty with it was they had completely changed the premise of the Adams family to they are being hunted across the world. what not, by who? By people that like have torches and pitchforks. huh wow. You know how the Adams family's whole thing is like we're just a weird family that like lives amongst people and that leads to misunderstandings um, instead of what you would normally expect being hunted with. Pitchforks and torches, yeah, they just dispensed with that here.
0: I see. Huh. <laughs> Is Gomez still a horn dog though?
3: Um, you know, I didn't get far enough into it to like figure it out, uh, but yeah. it's for children, and like, <laughs> so I'm gonna guess not. But okay. like, like, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was just the I, I absolutely hate when they reboot something and they're like hey, you know what would be cool if instead of the thing that we're rebooting, we made a different thing but just called it the old thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That, like, that drives me crazy.
1: Why like, do not they just call it Hotel Transylvania? Yeah.
0: Wait, yeah, is that right? the premise of those movies? That they I have to a hotel around uh, the world because they keep getting hunted down?
3: No. The premise of those is, like, like... Is that like you know monsters and monsters and people are generally separate and like you know distrustful of one another, but like they coexist, and it's just a it's just about living you know in the monster side of that world
0: do do regular people get to enjoy hotel Transylvania
3: I mean like like a couple <laughs> like if you're in <laughs> okay uh like, if you're in, you know, if you're married to, if you're a human dude married to Dracula's daughter, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, that's cool. Is that a character?
3: Yeah, that's the, that's the plot of the first one.
1: Oh, they do a Romeo and like, Juliet in a hotel kind yeah. of thing. Yep.
0: Hmm. So who owns the hotel?
1: Dracula.
3: Oh, okay. Or at least well, a Dracula. I don't know if, like, you know... It's, I don't know if this is a world in which like it's just a common surname.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean or like maybe it's like the like the Dracula family has has uh their a legacy of hotelier.
3: Yeah, Adam Sandu- Adam Sandler is a Dracula. He owns a hotel.
1: Adam Sandler daughter- is the Dracula in that movie?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Huh.
1: I was not aware of that.
3: Um his daughter is a teen pop star, not uh-huh. in the movie. It is Uh-oh. voiced by a teen pop star. Uh huh. Um, still. Uh, i Do they mean, keep
1: rotating out the teen pop stars? No, like I just like don't they remember they which one it was. Kid voices in Peanuts cartoons.
3: I just don't. I just don't remember which one it was. And right. then, and then, teen pop Lord. star. What? Yeah. Like, stop just naming the first one that you think of. (laughs) You're just guessing. I only did that Uh, once. Yeah, and once was too many times. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And then a teen pop star falls in love with a human that is Andy Samberg.
2: Huh.
1: Oh, it's a... uh, uh, I can't remember what that movie where. Adam Sandler was Andy Sandberg's
0: Papa Boy or something. <laughs> right?
1: Wait, there's a movie where
3: Adam Sandler is Andy Sandberg's grandpa or something? Dad? I guess
1: probably dad makes more sense than grandpa.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's dad.
1: I think like he, uh, uh, you know, laid the egg and uh, left, and then mm-hmm. uh, they come together later or something laid the egg (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) sorry we were talking in like a children's we were talking about children's cartoons I didn't want to uh, get sexually explicit I guess I could have said like uh, he did a a (laughs) fuck or whatever
0: yeah he blasted into the
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Adam Sandler vag blasted a woman Mm -hmm. then vamoost
1: yeah right
3: later to reacquaint himself with the fruits of that of said badge blasting there yeah. is that child friendly
2: enough
3: <laughs> oh, Boy, there are kids that are listening to this if there are their parents are bad at parents that's true are bad at parents
0: <laughs> yeah they are bad at parents
3: <laughs> i'm having i'm having a tough one here i mean I know it's not, I, I, I know it's like a not easy carrying the two of you, but I'm still oh. having a rough one.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Come on now. I'm providing very uh, valuable dog behavior commentary.
1: And I'm providing the structure of the show by introducing it at the top and then later uh, saying, now the show is over.
3: Oh, that's that's good. That's those important. Are pretty key. I mean, yeah. And I guess when you think about it, my only contribution really was coining the term "vag blasted." So I don't feel good about that either. No. <laughs> you think that's no. coined? You think you're you got coined on that? It Matt? seems like it seems like one of those things where like
1: you'd think that someone had said it before, but have you heard it before? But I also, do want... if you follow the pattern of existing phraseology, like "vag blasting" would imply like inserting the vagina into the vagina. Oh, you know? yeah. So I don't even think that this is going to catch on. It doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah, you're right. Withdrawn. I hope it doesn't catch on. It's not a pleasant phrase. <laughs> I
1: do like
0: the idea, though, of Stephen going to uh, like a... Oh, boy. Like a intelligent... What am I trying to say? Intellectual property firm of some kind and be like, yes, hello. I would like to look into (laughs) trademarking Trademarking.
2: badge blast.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not excited about, or in any way proud of that. I was just trying to, I was trying to do a thing where I, (laughs) where I made it sound like I don't know how to make something sound adult. It didn't work out like we could have all moved on, but then some dumbass brought it up again.
0: But also, you know, you gotta you gotta hustle, right? Yeah. Get that paper. You don't know. Maybe it's a very common phrase or will be after this episode blows up.
1: Right. You don't wanna you don't want it to just become public domain and then you just look at all of those fat stacks that the public rolls in from that phrase and you miss the boat. Yeah, right?
0: Transylvania super fans are gonna listen to this and then it's just gonna it's gonna go viral
3: <laughs> right yeah like I could I mean I should have just like stayed closer to home though right like like I could have said like Adam Sandler raw hogged a woman <laughs> like, don't, I don't know if I feel better about that
2: <laughs>
3: I mean at least it doesn't involve a element of like water pressure mm. sure
1: No one, no one, no one wants to think about the fluid dynamics of the situation. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I guess. No one wants I mean, to I...
1: know if it's like uh, achieved laminar flow or anything like that.
0: Oh,
3: what achieved
0: what?
1: <laughs> oh, here
3: comes pointless physics lessons <laughs> of the week for Mike.
1: Well, what else are we doing but sitting on YouTube? Tell watching, me about uh, it. Watching either science videos or just uh, like or. Or computer uh, build videos.
0: Is this like puff pastry? Uh, is this
1: What was puff paste What do you mean? What are we talking it's
0: laminated, about? It's laminated. It's laminated. Laminated puff pastries.
1: Your go-to Lam- for lamination is puff pastries?
0: Yeah, because I watched what? Great British Bake Off all <laughs> the goddamn time. What? And they're always looking for good lamination in their puff pastry.
3: Yeah, that you know that that's a term that's borrowed from another from another action. The act of actually laminating something. It's a fucking metaphor in baking, Dan.
1: Do either of you get jealous of uh the I still UK? want to know what
0: laminar flow is.
1: Well, I'll, we'll get back to it. Alright. <laughs> but I really feel like this is important. Do either of uh-huh. you get jealous of uh the UK when you watch their baking shows that like to them, the word "sponge" is appetizing.
0: I do get jealous about. It. Like um, they,
1: they just talk about sponge all the time. It's fun I, to say. I
3: do not watch uh, UK baking shows. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but Sam, I am. You have to say Sam, I am after that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I do not watch UK baking shows. Sam, I am. Uh, but. I don't, I mean, I guess if like you just were talking about sponge cake, the word sponge would be appetizing, right?
1: Yeah, and- but like, uh, but like they just, they don't, they don't say sponge cake. They just assume the cake part. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. Just- they just talk like about how they how, how good a sponge you achieved or whatever. So do you think they yeah, call like the washing sponges the
0: cake. something else, though? Uh, no,
3: they're talking about the consistency of the cake. They're not talking about, like, this is a delicious cake. They're saying the crumb here is elastic and the exact right tightness that you would want.
0: They use it to refer to a specific kind of baked batter. Sir...
1: Yeah. Yeah, you but when you talk said, about, you just said that you don't watch it.
3: Yeah. I'm Canadian. We have all the same. <laughs> we have all the same food terms. Um, but uh, but no, when they say uh, you've achieved an excellent sponge, they don't mean you made a good cake. They mean the consistency and elasticity of the crumb is good. But the you, cake is bad. Th- I mean. Yes, I don't think that they're saying that necessarily, but it could it could be the case that, yes, you have achieved the consistency properly, but you put cream of tartar in instead of sugar and now it tastes like poops. Okay,
0: I don't think you know anything about this (laughs) show.
3: (laughs) I think you guys are watching it wrong.
1: Well, I'm definitely watching it wrong. I just perk up every once in a while when someone says sponge oh and like why What? what's your They don't even
0: say that in every episode and then i wonder not...
1: <laughs> why they try to get noel fielding to say things that are serious it's very rare
0: i mean they <laughs> they, just, they seem to understand what they're dealing with
1: wait wha- how is he involved he's like one of the hosts yeah why because,
2: because the
0: other, other hosts hosts people didn't go along with them when they went to a different network
3: wait there's only one network.
0: <laughs> no, sir.
3: It's literally just the BBC.
0: No, they went to Channel Four. Well, it's not. There was big drama about this a couple of years ago, Stephen.
3: Okay. Well, I was in. I was interpreting. I, I, I was being uppity about my interpretation of the term "network" uh, unintentionally.
1: Anyway, laminar flow is when you eliminate all turbulence in uh, water flow. So it's basically, it's kind of like a water laser. Like when you see those, uh, those, uh, those fountains in like a mall where they like shoot the perfect arc of water or whatever.
0: Yeah. What is, why? Why does that make it laminar flow?
3: Uh, what that's like saying why is four why is four lines all connected by right angles a square it's because that's what it's called dan
1: yeah i don't understand why you're being a jerk about this so why do we call lamination lamination video where the guy is really excited about it okay please do and then i'll send you the video where another guy is like eh laminar flow is kind of bullshit here's what's cool (laughs) there
0: There are differing views on (laughs) laminar flow in the weird sub-corner of YouTube that you live
1: in? Yes. (laughs) Wow.
0: So, okay, I've seen... Okay, so let me make sure I understand how you use the internet, Mike. All right. So you spend most of your time on... When you're watching... When you're consuming anything on the internet... Sure. You're either watching, like, some nerd talk about physics, Uh some nerd disagree with that nerd or some nerd talking about a civilization that's been gone for centuries?
1: Uh, that's largely accurate. Can I cover it? Um, what well, about slingshots? Yeah, there's uh, the slingshots. Uh, although he has started to... Uh, uh, get slings- into
3: the physics, physics of slingshots? Well, you're, sprav- you're
1: sprav- Genocide. <laughs> he has started to uh, uh, overlap with some of the channel's that talk about medieval weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: isn't all this of what whom you want? got
1: into, all of whom got into a, uh, an epic, uh, I think four or five video uh, crossover event where they all speculated how you should pronounce a certain word that describes a structure on a castle. Oh my god!
3: See, and and you probably had to you probably had to see all of the videos, which meant you had to subscribe to four or five new channels. This is why, like all of those, like Marvel crossovers, sucked too. They're just <laughs> they're just making you buy crap that you wouldn't otherwise buy to figure out what happened in the tiny corner of the world during, like you know, the witchening of mutant powers.
0: Yeah,
1: checks out. How was that how was that series Dan the Witching of mutant powers event
0: Uh yeah, it was I don't know it was it it had a lot of potential but then they did what they always do it's just <laughs> like never mind just kidding everything's fine everything you love is fine please keep buying our crap uh-huh. Yeah
3: they did they but they did use it to kill off or like you know depower and I guess the comic equivalent of deplatforming Yes like, exactly like <laughs> like, you know, the 80% of characters that no one ever cared about. True. So, at least, like, at least they took away, like, four-fifths of their available deus ex machina. Right. Of, like, and then this one mutant showed up whose power, as we've previously mentioned, is his ability to eat fence posts and shit baseball bats, which was the only thing that could save them in (laughs) in this specific instance.
1: Wow, what a... I mean, there is a decent amount of conflict you could develop there because i mean if you had to eat the fence post behind the batter area in order to get your bat like you're putting like the crowd in danger oh they use nets not fences huh they use nets
3: (laughs) who when baseball uses nets to protect the crowd not fences
1: oh i was thinking of like you know uh, more of like a public park kind of baseball. diamond. oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. You're thinking that like the bleachers are going to collapse.
1: Yeah, or like you know, just uh, you'll hit the Gatorade thing back there or something.
3: Oh yeah, or like a kid might accidentally wander into the street while fielding a fly ball. <laughs> right. So you're looking at you're looking at this uh, uh, this X man. Who we'll call, let's say, Bat Beaver. Um like uh-huh. you're looking at it, uh you're looking at it as like like he's compelled to do it.
1: Bat Beaver is a terrible name for this superhero. It like that name would make me think that he eats bats. Or is a cross between a bat and a beaver, I suppose. <laughs> I
3: like that he eats bats is more likely than cross between a bat and a beaver.
1: Well, because a bat is already often made of wood and beavers like chew up that wood. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get
3: what you're saying. I thought you were talking about the animals, bats.
1: Right. I, I recognized that. Uh, and that's why I switched over to the uh, the, the mashup
3: yeah did dan just leave <laughs> i mean i, I muted my microphone
0: because the dogs were freaking out ah gotcha uh, yeah <laughs> but uh i agree that it's weird that <laughs> i agree that it seemed more like bat beaver to me would be <laughs> a bat and a beaver combined That'd yeah, be yeah. Assumption. Not, no, no, no. like like uh, a man who or woman who eats bats baseball
3: bats
1: yeah, I mean... But if they I, don't eat
3: baseball bats. They eat
1: fence posts. That's the thing. That's what's weird. But I mean, look, I, like, I just want to make clear that I agree if I was coming to the name Bat Beaver with no other context, I would initially assume that it was a mashup between the animal, a bat, and the animal, a beaver. So, like, a flying beaver... What? that's actually pretty cool
0: yeah <laughs> that is cool but like, and really, see, this, is like why, this is why
3: marvel had this is why marvel ended up having to nuke like like twelve thousand mutants it's because there are just people in like there are just people sitting in a writer's room somewhere going like like wait so what does bat beaver do again <laughs> so you're you're saying you're saying that it's not a flying beaver no no he, but, uh, he
0: just he eats posts and shits out fast
3: okay and that's great and i love it but also i want a flying beaver so what do we call that one beaver bat or like bird ver no
0: that's bird yeah.
1: so,
3: so let's just let's just make let's just make three new x-men
2: yes
1: and then Alan Moore resurrects the Bat Beaver character in what's supposed to be a one-off Other Worlds type of situation, but which yes. are, they of course have to make canon because it was so popular. Yep. Yeah, and meanwhile, and then Ooh, Alan Moore the of course puts a curse beaver.
0: on. Him. I'm the Bat Beaver, and I've got, <laughs> I've got uh, repressed sexual trauma, and I'm using that to explore the existential questions of living in America. Yeah, meanwhile... Also, Swamp Thing is there.
3: (laughs) Uh, Oh, the Wolfman? He also lives there. Yes. Uh, uh, Also, you know, meanwhile, they're making a cartoon about all of this, and they go, let's see. We need a mutant that lives for only three minutes in the pilot. Uh, And there's... Approximately twelve thousand mutants that we've already created. Let's make up a new one. We'll call them, i don't know—Morph. Yeah, Morph. <laughs> they could—they couldn't just use one of the thousands of existing mutants. They had to. They—they they really felt compelled to make up a new one just to kill him off seconds later.
0: I mean, maybe they were just like, "Hey, we don't know if we are going to need that one—that uh, one guy who just like." knows how to listen to a computer good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh like but like there's other ones that had been killed off prior to the storylines that they were running in that X-Men cartoon. Correct. Just like pick one of those. Pick any one of them.
0: Maybe they just really liked the way that voice actor said Morph.
3: I mean, that's actually like if that were the reason, I'd I'd allow it. Well, That's what do a pretty you think the context
1: reason. was where they heard that voice actor say "morph" and then they said, "Oh, hold on, we need to rewrite the pilot." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was talking about like, uh, you know, the process
3: of uh, pupil staged, yeah, or suit. maybe he just didn't like. Maybe he just didn't quite know what he was getting himself into, right? Like, maybe he was unfamiliar with the whole world. He's like, "So this is a kid's thing? Is it like..." Like Transformers or Power Rangers, do they morph? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ah, uh, no, they do not. But we need, we need to get that word into the pilot and right. seventeen subsequent episodes.
2: Uh-huh. So how,
0: you're, so how come, how come none of these characters just, you know, like morph into different things? It just seems like a lot of them just have either pointy fingernails or shoot lasers out of their hands. Just seems like it'd be interesting if one of them morphed. You guys know what I mean when I say morph.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of love uh, that explanation. I would also allow that. Yeah. That's the those are the two scenarios, under which they it was okay that they created a new character.
2: Yeah.
1: So I you're just it. waiting for the behind the scenes uh, documentary to. I mean they're publishing
0: uh they're publishing an art book of that 90s cartoon. So maybe somewhere in there someone is just like, "Yeah, the guy who played Wolverine just kept saying Morph." <laughs> Why would that be in the art book? I don't know cuz they when they show the design for Morph, they explain like how they started, how they got there.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. The, maybe the art book includes like a caricature of the voice actor with, <laughs> with uh, This guy was
0: originally just supposed to be a hot dog vendor, (laughs) but the guy who played Wolverine kept saying Morph, and uh, we just enjoyed it so much. We're like, hey, we've already got this character model. Just throw an X on his jacket and call him Morph.
3: Didn't Didn't we previously do an episode where we tried to figure out how that guy pronounced his name? Which guy? Uh... Castle Dodd, the guy
1: oh, yeah. that, like, voiced
3: yeah. Wolverine? I believe we did, yes.
1: Ah, I don't remember that at all. Weird.
0: Well, you don't remember anything unless it's about fluids or castles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, fluid castles. Oh. How's Fluid Castle? Good one. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I mean, great Dissociative reference, Dan.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, speaking of fun voices, uh, my wife, friend of, the, or wait, is it friend of the show or beloved character of the show, Dan's wife?
3: I think it's beloved character, Dan's wife. Well, yeah. I,
1: mean, uh, I mean, wait, okay, so there are two entities.
3: Yeah, yeah, you got to decide which one we're talking about here. The one
0: that's There's a real one person, one that's an
1: actual character, <laughs> oh. the one that's a character, or is one that's an actual person.
3: Friend of the show
0: then Oh yeah, because she's been a guest on the show yeah. Officially, that's right uh, Okay, friend of the show, my wife And I watched the uh, wait, wait, wait,
3: the sequel's coming Are you sure you said that right?
0: <laughs> oh. god damn it
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Friend of the show My wife. <laughs> uh,
3: God damn, that's That is so hack
0: Yep, yep, it is <laughs> And
1: I still love it. Anyway, um, it's, it's fun to say. It came back. It's yeah. hack again. Yeah. But now the movie's coming out. So, I mean, it, it's got to be back again, right? Right.
3: Yeah, but, like, do you want Not... to hear people? What? Do you want to hear people <laughs> say that constantly over and over for another three years? I mean... No. Not
0: not necessarily, but, like, if it shuts out some of the other noise, it might be okay.
3: Yeah, if people finally stop yelling, I'm Rick James, bitch, because of it.
0: People are still doing that?
3: No, I don't know. I picked a thing. I don't see people. None of us do.
0: My Prime account, streaming. Uh-huh. Borat. Okay. Anyway, my wife and I uh, watched... The Masterpiece Theater slash whatever, you know, I'm sure BBC affiliate originally made it, version of Wuthering Heights last night starring Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, and it was delightful because, like, like not for the entire story, but once Tom Hardy's character, like, went off for three years and, like, became wealthy and sort of became a little more posh, like, he definitely slipped more into the Bane voice.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he always does it. Like, like there's a like he is just like allergic to being understood in some way
1: what uh have you, what have point you seen in tom hardy's or... career is this uh, Ooh, uh I, it might be prior to bane yeah it might be but like how, how? prior like is it uh, prior to him being muscly or is it post muscly he's not that muscly I don't think. Yeah,
3: I think it's. uh, Yeah, he's non beefy in
0: it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's still like a big dude, but you know, he's a big dude only that like he's pretty tall.
1: Right. Like, is he like is he is he Picard clone small or no?
0: He's like between. I think.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: but like, have you heard his? Have you heard his character character in Peaky Blinders too? Like, you just cannot understand (laughs) him.
1: Oh, you mean his character, Alan Moore? (laughs) Whoa! Really? Huh.
0: Now I gotta watch Peaky Blinders. I
1: mean, that's not actually the character's name, but he is giant he is a great bushy beard. And Ooh, uh, probably uh, rings? You... I don't remember.
2: Sure. I,
1: I might actually be uh, picturing Alan Moore right now. Yeah, and suggesting that he has jewelry might be an anti Semitism in this
3: instance. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, but it seems okay, like the so... sort of
1: anti no, 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 Semitism that would exist in that character. Alright, yeah, so got yeah, played
0: Okay, he played Heathcliff a couple or he played Heathcliff a year after he played Charles Bronson. So he was like kind of beefy, but not like full beef, <laughs> like he got for some of his later movies. Okay. Yeah. So I guess this was like his proto bane. Anyway, it was delightful because he sounded just <laughs> sort of like a normal like a normal Tom Hardy man for like when he was a younger I don't know if you know the story of Wuthering Heights.
1: I don't. Uh, But
0: everyone is a terrible person, and he is the most terrible person. Oh, all right. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, he runs off and disappears for years and comes back, and he's made his fortune. And then for whatever reason, like, now that he's rich, he sounds more like Bane, and it was delightful.
3: Yeah, apparently that's his, like... That, like, weird, like, half falsetto thing that is, like, a mark of Bane is what he thinks a rich person sounds like. Yeah, it was awesome. Like,
2: yeah, it was, he might as well have been like, oh, no one knew who I was till I put on the ascot and the uh, coat with doesn't have holes in it and fancy boots for walking through all the horse feces that was everywhere this time. I was born
0: it. Also, i, I born
2: horse species.
0: I mean, they're kind of similar characters, honestly, because it's like he literally.
2: You, you're like, actually kind
0: of right. He literally like comes back in the world to get revenge on people who didn't necessarily directly wrong him, but are like associated with the circumstances that brought him misery. Uh uh-huh. Uh, and he destroys rich men's lives.
1: Yeah, and then at the end, it turns out that he was just doing the bidding of. A woman who has a different identity than you thought she did.
0: Uh, I mean there's a ghost lady at the end of, oh, <laughs> of night. You didn't say there was a uh, go-
1: you didn't say this was a Halloween tie-in Dan.
0: I mean not really. It's like a ghost in that he like hallucinates her because he she died first.
1: Hmm. Does she yeah. take revenge on him? I mean, she kinda
0: took revenge on him or he sort of felt betrayed But by... anyway, read the cliff notes of Wuthering
3: Heights. You you'll get the uh Like like it it kinda raises a similar a similar like question about uh about Wuthering Heights though, now that you pointed out um as like you know, I think this is kicking around the internet, but uh But, you know, it's it's something that I have been kicking around for a long time. Bane's the good guy, right? (laughs) Yeah, because doesn't Chris like Christopher Nolan tends to make really fascist movies like Christopher Nolan's like idea of like of like a hero is who can use force to control society? And,
1: And that is kind of the Batman character. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> but like, like, there really isn't all that. Like, the only difference between like I don't know, like, there's there's such a like slight difference between Batman and uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, like it's really just it's really just how you spin it that that diff- right. that makes a difference between those two characters.
3: Yeah, because like Bane is like. Let's stop the uh, let's stop your aggressive control of society by waging war on waging war on the powers that organize a society that keeps people poor and hungry. Yeah, I had literally Che Guevara in this instance.
1: I had a joke. If if Che was going to like actually blow up the the island at the end just to make it so that he was definitely a bad guy. Yeah,
3: but that's the, that's the point. It was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more using this as a criticism of Christopher Nolan, I guess, than of Batman, So sure. there's plenty, there's plenty to criticize in the Batman character in general, but Christopher Nolan's like, yeah. So like basically Christopher Nolan is first in line to direct the movie about the evil army Antifa that is coming to destroy America.
2: Yeah.
3: Like that's basically how he sees the world.
0: Yeah, it was weird. I mean, with that movie it is kind of funny to be like uh, Yeah, it's just funny cuz it's just like when you, yeah, you're sort of like, "Oh yeah, I guess what Bane's saying makes sense." But then like the the movie's sort of like, "Oh, but wait, it's actually just a secret plot to do something more evil." So don't if anyone if anybody comes to you and wants to up upend the <laughs> capitalist institutions of your society, they're probably secretly working for an ancient uh, organization of terror and murder, and you shouldn't trust them.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think we're I don't think we're covering too much new ground here. I think that no. this is a thing that's kicking around on the internet. I had it? I, I oh, felt
0: my- I had like a I had like a proto joke kicking in my head that was like, let's never forget that when Bane trapped all of Gotham City's police force in the sewers, crime
3: went down. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's 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 basically. That's basically my take on that whole movie. (laughs) Yeah. Except for the end where Christopher Nolan is like, yeah, but there's a hero. So the anti-fascists must secretly have put concrete in that milkshake.
0: Yeah. I mean, isn't that how he defeats Bane? He throws a concrete milkshake at his mask and it flies like it breaks the mask.
3: Roughly, actually. (laughs) Um. Yeah. All I'm saying is that is that I would line up to follow Bane in this scenario.
1: Great. I mean... Who's with me? I mean, I'd probably just like... Didn't Bane, like... Uh, like <laughs> m- didn't Bane, like, murder, like, all but one of a football team before uh, he gave his big speech? <laughs> Look, <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
2: Look, You're look. quibbling, Mike. You're <laughs> quibbling. If you want to make an omelette.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes, he set up, uh, he set up a, a court system where uh, a, a biological terrorist <laughs> uh, ran the court and just sentenced everyone to execute, be executed. And yes, he uh, maybe destroyed a football team. <laughs> and yes... He,
1: uh... Or I guess two football teams. Oh, shit. I mean, I assumed that was the reason the football player that was left over continued running towards the end zone, uh, expecting that someone was going to try to tackle him.
3: Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, good point. No, like, like I. but basically what you're describing here is the French Revolution, and people don't tend to side with Marie Antoinette in that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but do they tend to side with the rest of it? Like... Yeah. Have you not seen Les Mis?
0: Yes. I mean, I guess Bane Bane does a good job of sort of like running the gamut of that whole period, Right. right? Where it's like sometimes you're just like, yeah, that makes sense. And other times it's like, oh, wow, you're just killing a lot of people.
3: Yeah, but like also you sing while stacking furniture in the intersection.
0: Yeah, Bane should have sang more. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, then people probably wouldn't have been as mad when they couldn't understand what he was saying because that's just sort of parson of oh, course for songs. Oh, that too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that and see we've made this so much better already.
0: Yeah. So what I'm hearing is Dark Knight Rises should have been a musical.
3: Yeah. And yeah. what I'm hearing is Christopher Nolan should really call us. Well, obviously. And then we'd be like, "No, we're not working with you fascist. You give us you give us the intellectual property rights to the thing you're making. We'll make it." Ye- uh All right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't you kind of just want the IP rights to make a Batman movie?
1: I
0: mean, I'm honestly fine if they just stopped for a while. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know
1: know how good, I don't know how great it would be for like, if we call Christopher Nolan, ask (laughs) him for the rights to make a Batman movie. And he says, yes. Does that put (laughs) us into any legal clarity there? No. It depends on if he has options left.
0: (laughs) I don't think he does,
3: right? I don't know. I don't know Christopher Nolan's contract situation.
1: Yeah, Here's, he wanted to go make we release a Batman movie. DC comes down on us. We're like Christopher Nolan said, sure, I don't fine. care when we called him. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the problem.
0: It's like he didn't actually like agree to just like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Which we interpreted as we now have the rights to make this Batman movie.
3: Look, I don't I don't know his contract situation. That's not my job. It's my job to make wild assumptions about his personal politics based on how Batman shook out in one franchise of movies.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: That's what I do. And then I make Batman movies. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, all right.
0: But like you're bringing Bane back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great.
3: Yeah, he's going to break Batman's back again. Sure. But this time, like, it's going to be in, like... Like, it's going to be, like, you know, you don't get better a few months later. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I can't remember. Does he actually break Batman's back in the movies?
0: I mean, he, like, smushes it real hard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's unclear exactly what went down there. Like, He might have
0: just, like, slipped a disc real bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like... I feel like it was just like a chiro malpractice. Yeah, he's the he's the man
3: that caused the bat to need a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like I'm not even I'm not even convinced I need to put Batman in my Batman movies. Like what if Bane just like goes. What if Bane just goes and fights the villains that are trying to poison the water supply? Because that would probably be kind of in character for him. There's
0: plenty of comic books that are basically that, where he's just like, I'm in charge of Gotham now, and then he beats the shit out of whoever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like at least punched most of the other Batman villains at some point in the comics just because they were in his way. So, yeah, you could do
1: that. Hey, sure. that thing yeah. that I half said was, uh, was actually uh, correct. Uh, what thing? Well, I'm I'm trying to make a Chiroptera-Chiropractor mashup thing for this Batman thing. What's a Chiroptera? That's the bats. That's the order that bats are.
3: (sighs) Yeah, Dan, do you not know the binomial nomenclature of every (laughs) animal we've ever spoken about?
0: I mean, I'm clearly not watching the right YouTube videos. I think that's been made very clear on this episode.
1: I mean... I feel like this knowledge goes more towards, like, uh, you know, back when we had those weird uh, ring binders of animal fact sheets. Oh, zoo books? Yeah. I mostly
0: looked at the pictures with those. I didn't really read the taxonomic information. And that is why you fail. I know. This is why I don't get to make a Batman movie. (laughs) Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I read zoo books, so now I make assumptions about people's personal politics, and I make Batman movies. That's what I do. Right. <laughs> well, it, it, go on about your go on about your bats and chiropractors point, Mike.
1: Oh, I wasn't making a point. I was just trying to smush chiroptera with chiropractor together uh, Chiro- to make Chiro- a really lo- really great joke. So you said
3: was- I was kind of right. Yeah. What's what the, the answer? You kind of right about?
1: Oh well, uh, I wasn't totally sure that i was remembering correctly that chiroptera uh meant bat for oh. all intents and purposes. wait do you not know the binomial nomenclature of every animal we ever talk about on here come uh, on mike of course i do i just have very low self-confidence when i talk about it that doesn't mean i don't oh, know it
3: that's fair yeah you yeah you aren't proud of yourself
1: <laughs> yeah which is crazy I mean, I've talked about uh, I talked about the scientific name of bats and laminar flow in one episode of a comedy podcast, and I somehow I'm right? not proud of myself.
3: Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Get confident, dummy.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like you not being proud of yourself during the podcast is pretty canonical at this point, right?
1: No, oh, yeah. Velma agrees. That was Herbert. Ah shit.
3: I mean, I don't think it I don't think it matters which one it was. No, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> I mean it matters for you know the listeners at home, keeping track of the side characters.
3: I oh, sure. meant specifically to the listeners at home.
1: <laughs> no, they want to know this stuff. Yeah. They want to know what
0: uh what the specific identities of my complete lack of preparation for this are. <laughs>
1: Listeners, uh, put in your vote. Look, my- Do you care which of Dan's <laughs> dogs barked right there or not? Uh, email us.
0: Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Look, my beloved friend of the show, my wife, went to the bead <laughs> store, so there's no
1: one to distract the dogs right now. I see. Uh-huh. But at least you'll have those sweet beads. Yes. She's not Instacarding her beads right
0: now. Well, the problem is, is that she found. Okay, here's the story.
1: You use Instacard for beads. I don't
0: know. Here's the story, folks. So, uh my wife has made some crop art in the past. Sure. Uh, you mean seed art? It's the yeah, same thing.
3: Okay. Well, but crop art sounds like it's crop circles.
0: Oh, I guess that's true. I guess if you're not uh, familiar, it sounds it could mean a lot of different things. So she makes Did Dan little. Dan just admit to being a
1: witch. What? Yeah, Dan. Why
3: are you a witch?
1: What do you mean? I. What are you, what are you talking your about? Only familiars understand you. I. That is not what I said. <laughs>
3: yeah. What's your animal ken score, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> fucking nerd. <No>
0: more mutants.
3: <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so she made some seed art, uh, and one of the seed arts, uh, or both of them, I guess, incorporated red lentils into their tableau
1: delicious. Yeah. give and me some doll baby and brightly colored a uh win-win so, win. uh
0: so the uh the red lentils apparently got uh red infested lentil, with weevils huh? infested with weevils oh no <laughs> yeah so a bunch of gross bugs were chewing through the art and laying their eggs and just making a mess uh, so she has removed all the red lentils, and to try to salvage this art, she's going to try to get a uh, shape and color equivalent bead to replace these lentils with. I mean, oh, that makes
1: sense. I mean, yeah. I, is she just like so quickly dismissing her opportunity to make a real like, uh, like, art piece being shredded as soon as it's uh, purchased? Kind of statement with these. I mean, weevils? she was
0: she considered burning it but she also was like I spent a lot of time on this
1: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah I, I can un- I can understand being proud of it
0: but... Wait, one second uh, to, for the listeners Velma is currently trying to eat one of my shoes
1: did you care about that listeners did you care which of his dogs was trying to eat his shoes email us oh no Dan went away how do we do this
3: How back at gmail.com thank you <laughs> yeah we could just cut him in later I just waited long enough I think <laughs> um yeah. I mean, this, this plan from friend of the show, Dan's wife, seems to make sense to me. I understand oh, why, why you would want to save your art. So what I, I guess what I'm saying, Dan, I'm not just filling, uh, filling time until you get back at all. Hi, I guess back. what I'm Hi. saying Hi. Is, is wish your wife luck from us. I will.
1: Uh, Dan, say the email address to be cut in later, earlier. What? <laughs> I'm later going to cut in you saying the email address earlier in the episode. Okay, count me
0: in. Say it then. What? in
2: Five, four, three.
0: Howbadcast at gmail.com.
3: Howbadcast at gmail.com. Damn it, it's a reflex. <laughs> I can't not do
1: it. Oh, no. Uh, I guess I just Fine. won't cut it in. <laughs> I'll just use that then. <laughs> oh <my Yeah>. God.
0: <laughs> you make all these bold <laughs> declarations about what you're going to do with this show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you've never put any more effort than that one time that you spliced in the Dark Knight music every time Steven Spielberg.
1: Hey, I did that <laughs> for two episodes. Oh, yeah. And that must have been a tremendous amount of effort. <laughs> it really was.
3: <laughs> yeah. You remember that one time that we played every song from the first Creed album at the same time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, that was really
3: Mike, would it kill you to just throw a flanger on this or, like, you know, stick some chorus over the entire episode or something? Just really warm it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, just warm it up, dog.
1: I'm about to. You didn't say Chris. Oh, yeah. What? That's what I was born to do. What? It was a song, Dan. It was a song slightly <laughs> before you were paying attention to songs. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, maybe like two years before you were paying attention to songs.
1: Great, 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 great. Backwards Pants. What? (laughs) If you understood that reference, you can email us. (laughs)
0: Howbackcast at gmail.com.
3: Howbackcast at gmail.com. Jump, jump.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. That'll be a good uh, indirect demographic collection if anyone (laughs) takes part in it. (laughs) Uh. So what's going on in the world, gents? The this episode is basically over. Um. Oh. That was
0: Velma. Do you care? What did she say? Uh, I think she's saying, "Let me out of here," or "Let me eat your boot."
3: <laughs> or possible, or possibly, based on the sound of it, I'm interpreting it maybe as. The boards on this ship are rubbing together under rough seas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? Sounded like a creaky old ship.
1: Are you stuffing Kongs, Dan? Maybe you should start stuffing Kongs. Yeah, maybe.
3: Okay, that's gross. What? Maybe. I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds gross.
0: You just blast food into the Kong, and then you give it to the dog.
1: (laughs) And if you freeze it, it takes them forever to get it out of there.
0: Ooh, hot tip. That's
1: smart. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you, can, you can keep a dog occupied for like an hour with a frozen Kong. What is a
2: Kong? Uh, uh, is it's like, a... like oh, actual...
1: It It looks like a big rubber butt plug but it's hollow and you can put dog food oh, in it and then they chew on those it. Red, those red butt yeah. plugs that dogs always have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you,
0: blast, you blast that butt plug full <laughs> of food.
3: Are those not butt plugs?
1: I mean... No, they're oh. not. Let's a make it clear to our listeners. Don't use a Kongs as buttfuckers.
3: A lot of my friends with the animals are less interesting than I thought they were.
1: I mean, I guess depending on the size, it's probably not dangerous.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, what... Yeah, I'm curious what size of Kong you saw in the wild. You're like, that's a <laughs> buttfuck.
1: Because,
0: like, I mean, the ones for the giant dogs are pretty big.
3: I mean, yeah. Like, but I mean, like, <laughs> that's how interesting I thought they were.
0: Oh, sure. I see.
1: And the, then the ones that are very small. I don't know if it's safe to put it in there. You might lose it.
3: But it has like a hole running through it, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you could still pass. Oh, yeah. I some... guess I guess you could. I guess you could tie a rope off in there so you can get it. Back. Yeah. Well, I'm more worried about it. I'm more worried about it
3: creating a suction. Right. Yeah. Like, you just don't want it to create a suction.
0: Sure. Right. I mean, you could just, like, uh, you know, you could get, like, a, uh, one of those more, like, um, lengthy treats, like a dentist stick or something, and just don't stick it in all the way before it's in it into your butt. And then Dude. that would be, serve as, like, a oh, handle. Wait, hey.
3: let, me just, let me just say for, for the listeners that have stuck with us thus far, don't do this. Use medical-grade silicone toys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Stop putting dog items in your butt, Dan.
1: I'm not. Happy Halloween, everybody! Use (laughs) medical-grade silicone!
0: (laughs) Oh! Your friends aren't as interesting as you once thought! (laughs) Krakow, Lightning! Hotel Transylvania!
3: If you're anywhere near our age, that's definitely true.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point.
1: Well... (sighs) So the a show over there. I guess. Nice bum out message at the end. What? Bum in message.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Stephen.
1: <laughs> uh, did anyone have any uh, things to talk about to listener types?
0: Oh, God, no.
3: Oh, I already pitched medical-grade silicone.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: I think, I guess also uh, keep an eye out for this, like, legally questionable Batman movie we're apparently
1: making.
3: Yeah. yeah. Because I sell medical-grade silicone, read zoo books, and make Batman movies. It's what I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Uh, That's the end of the show. Um, None of those professionally, just as hobbies. Right. Um. Is that, uh, do we want to replug the Sawhawk thing? Is that, uh...
3: Oh, yeah, I think that's still going. I think it could still, like...
1: Will it still be going, uh, by next week when this will probably come out? I mean, it might come out today.
3: It's not going to come out today, and you know that. That's true. (laughs) Um... But yeah, I mean, Mike, I think that that thing's probably <laughs> still going there. You could at least find it somewhere. Um, I wasn't prepared to, I wasn't prepared to, to, you know, plug it. So just um, take the
0: part from the last episode and shove it back in here.
3: I mean, that would be, that would be a weird thing to do as well. Uh, like, no, just but I mean,
0: it in here, Mike, just blast it in there! Come
2: on. <laughs> oh, callback to whenever.
3: Aggressive call, aggressively long ago. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'll. Uh, this this document means that I have the right to f- purchase any more land you'd like to sell, Hindley. <laughs> Soon I shall have both the Grange and the Heights, and I'll have my revenge upon your family.
3: All I'm saying is that... Also, super- I'm
2: in love with my basically adopted sister, and it's very toxic, but we both just can't get enough of each other. Ew. But she betrayed me when she got married to a pussy while I abandoned her for three years. I'm very healthy. I'm the protagonist of this story. <laughs> Go to
3: moneytapes.bandcamp.com to purchase... To purchase new roots grow, which is a benefit uh, for storm relief in the in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, uh, moneytapes.bandcamp.com. Thanks to friend of the show Andrew Sahak for in- including me in it, and there's like well over a hundred tracks there uh, to help raise money for recovery from uh, the storm damage from earlier this summer.
0: Yeah. Also, if you were intrigued by my little bit, check out. Wuthering Heights by one of the Bronte sisters. I can't remember (laughs) which one.
1: Well, great. Great. And that's it for another fortnight. From all of us in the gang, how bad, cast.
0: Me, Mike, Steven, and Emily Bronte. (laughs) And the
3: Brontes.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure Wuthering
3: Heights is specifically Emily. I don't remember. All right, well, I'm telling you the answer, Dan. Well, I don't trust you. I know what Bronte's sister wrote what. I sell medical grade silicone. <laughs> I read zoo books and I make Batman movies. It's what I do. All right.
1: All right fair, fair enough. Great. We got that all figured out. And of course, until next time, my signature sign off.